Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Give honor to God, all the saints. Just thanking God for the privilege of prayer. Thanking God for the lands of the living in the middle of this uh, corona nightmare. We are standing. God has kept his, his, his covenant over us, his protection. We thank you, God, for the provision protection. We thank you, God, for the life, oxygen. We thank you, God, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We thank you, God, that in your time, this entire eugenics program will be shut down, destroyed, dismantled, and never, ever resurrected on this earth again. We thank you, God, that what the devil meant for bad, that you will use for good. We thank you, God, that this devil has showed his face across the earth, that now the world knows what is eugenics, what is bioterrorism, what is genocide. Heavenly Father, let the let the people open up their eyes and take a stand against this heavenly father. Let it be stopped in the name of Jesus. For God, we give you the praise, heavenly father. We give you the glory for you, heavenly father, to be able to take care of us in the midst of this demonic shutdown. God, we come against a demon spirit of using a demon to shut the earth down. God, where, where can demons get this much power from? We stand on your word, Heavenly Father, that says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. That no demon from the pit of hell can have more power than you, Heavenly Father. And we decree and declare that this earth will be used to do your will, Heavenly Father, that your will will reign on this earth, that righteousness will reign on this earth, that every demon plotting and planning the work of Satan, to devour, destroy, oppress, induce oppression, eugenic assault, eugenic uh, assassination, labeling live people dead, defraud inoculations, uh, infestation, infectious disease infestations, Every bit of their programming will be destroyed in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father. That they will they will tell on themselves, Heavenly Father. And every nation they have harmed, the same way they can find money for this corona demon, they are going to compensate every country they have destroyed and killed innocent people. God, we ask you for a special protection on over our elders and our babies and our disabled, our vulnerable population. God, keep them away from the Ask you to send your warrior people over the hospitals. We plead the blood of Jesus over our hospitals, God. We ask you to stop the hospitals from killing people. We ask you, God, to stop the hospitals from labeling live people dead. God, we ask you to open up that program and destroy it, Heavenly Father. Let it come to full fruition. Heavenly Father, God, we praise you. We thank you for the privilege of prayer. We thank you, God, for to be able to come together and exalt your name and magnify your name and just say, thank you, God. You brought us through another week. 
even though these demons shut everything down. God, you kept us in the land of the living, and we give you the praise. We give you the glory. We just say thank you, Heavenly Father. God, you're an awesome God. We thank you, God, for all you've done, and we thank you, God, for what you're going to do. We give you all the praise, Heavenly Father. We give you all the glory. We magnify your name, and we just praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Tonight, we have a great night planned. We, our topic is total dependence on God. What is it? Total dependence on God. What is it? We're reading from Knowing and Doing the Will of God, Experience God, Henry Richard Blackaby and Claude King. Uh, my sister here, go ahead. My sister, Rahita, you want to pray? Okay, Father God, I give you praise, I give you thanks. I honor you, I cherish you, I believe in you. I know you is the one God of the world. I bless you, I love you. Heavenly Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done as in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive our trespasses, for we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the grief forever and ever. Amen. Father God, I thank you for life, for myself, my children, my patient. Despite everything we are going through as TIs, I thank you for saving all the TIs, watching over us. Father, please stop this. Please cancel this coronavirus thing, Father. Amen. The whole world is taking over. The whole world, Father. Everybody is being shut down. This is not right. You know what's going on, Father, and only you have the power to stop it Amen. and change things and bring back everyone's life back to normal. Amen. The whole world, Father. Please, I beg, I plead with you. Please save us. Please give us shelter, clothing, money. For it's so hard, Father. It's so hard because of what's going on. Please change these people that are committing these crimes, Father. Seems like they don't have a heart. Please change them. I don't know. Only you know why they like that. How they become like that, Father. They're doing horrible things, Father. Please change them. And please continue to guide and protect us. Amen. Amen. I'm going to try and change. How do I do this? All right. Testing, testing. Testing, testing, one, two. Can you hear me? Wahida, can you hear me? I can't. Can you hear me? Can I? Can you hear me? Can I? You there? This isn't good. All right, let me turn this one off. Let's see. 
All right, I just have to use it. I hope it don't break up. But okay, you can hear me. Yeah, I can hear. Okay. All right. Total dependence on God. What is it? Total dependence on God. Obedience requires total dependence on God in order for God to work through you. Mm. John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. In 1 Corinthians 15, 10, it said, by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Galatians 2.20 says, I've been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Total dependence on God requires obedience. Another adjustment, last week, in fact, um, the other day we looked at adjusting to God's will and we learned that adjusting uh, to God's will, we learned that we cannot know and do God's will without paying the price of adjustment and obedience. The cost, enduring, uh, enduring opposition, and um, just obedience, it, a costly price, and that's obedience is following the will of God. We learn that we cannot know and do God's will without paying the price of adjustment and obedience. Adjustment means changing our life. Obedience is costly to those around us, to, to us, and... Um, you want to serve God, it's going to take it's going to take adjustment. We cannot know and do the will of God without paying the price of adjustment and obedience. We must adjust our plans and program to what God is doing. Whatever he wants to do in our life, we must adjust. We must be obedient. So we look at adjustment tonight we're looking at total dependence on God. So another adjustment that is part of knowing and doing the will of God is our coming to a total dependence on God, to completely depend on God, to depend on what he wants to do through us. Jesus said our relationship with him would be like a vine and branches. He said, apart from me, you can do nothing, John 15, 5. When we are God's servants, we must remain in an intimate relationship with God in order for God to complete his work through us. We must depend on God alone. Boy, did we find that out. The adjustment requires moving from doing work for God according to our abilities our gifts, our likes and dislikes, and our goals to being totally dependent on God and letting and letting his working and his, excuse me, being totally dependent on God, his workings and his resources. This, this is a major adjustment and it is never easy to make. 
the scriptures. Uh, uh, we're going to take, we're going to notice in these scriptures why we must depend on God to carry out his purposes. The Lord Almighty has sworn, surely, as I have planned, so it will be. And as I have pur purposed, so it will stand. Isaiah 14, 24. Do not fear, for I'm with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41, 10. I am God, and there is none like me. My purpose will stand, and I will do all that I please. What I have said that I will bring about, what I have planned that will I do. Isaiah 46, 9, 11. Question, why must we be totally dependent on God to work through us? Because without God at work in us, we can do nothing to produce kingdom fruit. When God purposes to do something, he guarantees it will come to pass. He is the one who will accomplish what he intends to do. If we depend on anything other than God, oh, if we depend on anything other than God, we are asking for failure in kingdom terms. Once God's people asked, oh God, how do you want to reach our community through us and build a great church? God led them to start a bus ministry and provide transportation for children and adults to come to the church. They did what God told them to do, and their church grew into a great church. They were flattered when people from all over the country began to ask, what are you doing to grow so rapidly? They wrote a book on how to build great churches through a bus ministry. Thousands of churches began to buy buses to reach their communities, believing the method was the key to growth. Later, many sold the buses, saying it didn't work for us. It never works. God works. The method is never the key to accomplishing God's purposes. The key is our relationship with God. When we want to know how God wants us to reach our city, we must start communications with God. Start a church or be involved in God's work and then ask God what he wants us to do. When he tells us we cannot be surprised if we can't find any church that is, that is planned like the one he gave us. Uh, we must emphasize a program. We tend to forget about our dependence on God. We leave the relationship with God and go after a method or a program. That is spiritual adultery. We must depend on God telling us that we can't. If somebody else, it may work for them, a bus ministry, it may work for them, this or that. We have to listen. That's why the communication and the relationship with God is so important. We have to hear from God. Everything that works for somebody else doesn't always work. It never works. God works. The method doesn't work. God works. Only God has the right to tell us what to do. So the method is never the key to accomplishing God's purposes. The key is our relationship with God. When we want to know how 
God wants us to reach our city or start a church or be involved in his work, we must ask him. Then he tells us we can't be surprised if we don't find any church that's doing the same thing. Why? God wants us to know him. If we follow someone else's plan or use a method or emphasize a program, we tend to forget about our dependence on God. We leave the relationship, we go after the method or the program, and that is spiritual adultery. We cannot do that. So um, good books, uh, good books, successful methods, creative programs, and other success cannot take the place for our relationship with God. They never do the work. God does the work. Apart from him, we can do nothing. John 15, 5. By focusing on anything other than God is the answer, we rob ourselves and the church from seeing God. We keep ourselves and our church from knowing God. That is a great track in our, our day. May God deliver us from that. Does that will lead us to develop an organized program or follow a method? No. They're methods that are, that are created for us to follow. But we must put God first. We must be dependent on the relationship and the communications with God. But only God has the right to tell us what to do. Don't take the initiative to decide for ourselves what we will do. Wait before God. Wait before God until he tells us what he, his will is for us. Only God has the right to tell us what to do. Total dependence on God. Following scriptures. Show total dependence on God that tells us to wait, wait on the Lord. Uh, Psalms 5 3 In the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and I wait in expectation. Psalms 33 20 We wait in hope for the Lord, He is our help and our shield. Wait for the Lord and keep His way. He will exalt us to inherit the land, Psalms 37, 34. I wait for you, O Lord. You will answer, O Lord my God, Psalms 38, 15. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and faint, Isaiah 40, 31. All of these scriptures tell us the importance of waiting on hearing from God. We think we should wait until we've heard a word or direction from God. We should, we may think in active time. Waiting on the Lord is anything but inactivity. While we wait on him, we pray with a passion to know him, to know his purposes and his ways. Watch circumstances and ask God to interpret them by revealing his perspective to us. We share with other believers to find out what God is saying to them as we wait on the Lord. And that's basically with this, with this eugenics program. We're waiting on you, God. As we do the work, we try different methods. We try letter writing campaigns, TV shows, exposure, 
uh, letting educating people, but ultimately, God, we we you know we each trying to fast and pray and talk to you and Lord lead us, direct us. God, how do we shut down this targeted, this eugenics assassination program that is at the world's level now? As we wait on the Lord actively, we ask, we seek, we knock. See Matthew 7, 7. While we wait, we continue doing the last thing God clearly told us to do. By waiting, we shift the responsibility of the outcome to God, where it belongs. When God gives us specific guidance, he will do more through us in days and weeks than we could ever accomplish in years of labor on our own. Waiting on God is always worth the effort. His timing and his ways are always right. Depend on God to guide us, to guide us in his way and in his timing to accomplish his purpose. We know that it is his purpose to have an abundant life good health, family, prosperity, advancement of the kingdom of God. So we know that God, that God can do it. We have to ask God to give us the, um, the guidance, what to do in our own strength, and then, then, then to wait on God to tell us the next step. After you've done all, you stand. Matthew 7, 7, 8 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. For everyone who acts receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Well, Heavenly Father, we come before you and we stand on Matthew 7, 7, 8. We ask you, Heavenly Father, to open that door to shut down eugenics, to bind up every demon planted across this nation that has intent, plan, and preparations to expand eugenics and genocide programming. We bind them up in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father. We stand on your word in Matthew 7, 7, 8 that tells us to ask and we will receive for everyone who acts receives. He who seeks finds and to him who knocks, the door will be open. God, we ask you to, this door has been opened to stop this eugenic assassination programming to destroy this targeted individual, this eugenics genocide program in the name of Jesus, God. Direct our path, guide us, give each one of us a message, Heavenly Father. Okay. Um, the Holy Spirit helps us accomplish the Father's will. The Holy Spirit will never misunderstand the Father's will for our lives. The Father has a purpose to work out through our lives, and he places his Spirit in us, to us. Don't miss the Spirit. The Spirit's job is to guide us according to the Father's will. Then he enables us to do God's will. We are completely dependent on God. Yes, we are for the knowledge and ability to accomplish his purposes. That is why our relationship with God is crucial. That is why we need to wait until we have heard a word from God about his purposes and his ways. Jesus is our example of one who never failed to know and do his father's will. 
everything the Father purposed to do through his life, the Lord Jesus did immediately. What was the key to his success? He was always rightly related to the Father. If you walk in a consistent relationship with God's provision for you, the provision of his Son, his Holy Spirit, and his own presence in your life, then you should never come to a time when you do not know God's will. Nor should there be a time when you are not enabled to carry out his will. In Jesus, we have a picture of a solitary life in a love relationship with God, consistently living out the relationship. He is the perfect example. You and I quickly realize we are a long way from that. True. But the Christ who lived his life in complete obedience is fully present in us to enable us to know and do God's will. We need to adjust our lives to God and consistently live out that relationship with absolute dependence on God. We will never fail to lead. He will never fail to lead our lives into the middle of his purpose and enable us to do his, his, to, to do his will. What, if any, adjustment do you think God wants us to make to renew a consistent right relationship with him? Adjustment in prayer. When our church received a directive from God, we often experienced a crisis in our prayer life. I learned more about prayer at those times than at almost any other time. Only prayer could bring about certain things, and God often waits to act until we ask. The crisis that was this was I was willing to pray until God brought it about, Mark eleven twenty four, has challenged me about the relationship of faith in prayer. The verse is sometimes used to teach a name-it-and-claim-it theology. You decide what you want. You name that in your request and you claim it and it's yours. That is a self-centered theology. Remember that only God takes the initiative. He gives you the desire to do his will, Philippians 2.13. His Holy Spirit guides you to pray according to God's will, Romans 8.26. The God-centered approach is to allow God to lead us to pray according to his will in the name and character of Jesus. Believe that what he has led us to pray, he himself will bring to pass. Then we continue praying in faith and watching for it to come to pass. When God encounters us, we face a crisis of belief that may adjustment in our lives. We need to learn how to pray. However, realize that prayer will be exceedingly costly to us. God may wake us up in the middle of the night to pray. Times may come when we pray into the night or evil day. Becoming a person of prayer will require a major adjustment of your life to God. Wow. Another course will come as we try to guide the people around us to pray. Many churches have never learned how to pray. The greatest untapped resource is the prayer of God's people. Helping God's people pray, the church pray, will be a rewarding experience. Helping T.I.'s pray will be a rewarding experience. But prayer will be costly. 
every church needs to be a praying church. In Mark eleven twenty four, it says, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Philippians 2, 13 says, it is God who works in us to will and to act according to his good purpose. Romans 8, 26, 28 says, the spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit of God himself intercedes for us with groans that words cannot express. And he who searches our heart knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for the saints in accordance with God's will. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Amen. Being dependent on God is our topic. Finally, a leper pays the cost for his people to experience God. Let's take a look. A local church that responds to God's leading is God's strategy to change a lost world. It often begins when God moves in the heart of one member. This happened in the life of an Indonesian pastor on the east coast of Java. The pastor who knew English studied experiencing God, this book, his life was dramatically changed. He wanted all of his people to have the opportunity to study the material as well, but they didn't know English. He began the long, odious task of translating the course into the language of his people. Missionaries saw him sitting at a manual typewriter three or four hours every day translating because he was a leper. His hands were badly marred and he couldn't sit still long. But his pastor's heart kept him at his typewriter day after day until his people would have the material for themselves. When I heard this, I wept. I asked the missionary who told me the story if she could get a picture of the man at his typewriter showing his hands. She said he was very humble and might not let her. Several years later at a large meeting, I saw the missionary running towards me holding a picture. I've got the pictures for you. I have it hanging in my prayer room where I can pray for this dear pastor and his people. And he reminded of how precious to God are his people in every local church. Amen. Being dependent on God. Summary statements, obedience requires total dependence on God to work through us. Again, obedience requires total dependence on God to work through us. It never, the, the, the method never works. God works. You can't follow a method to follow God. The key is our relationship with God. God will do more through us in days and weeks than we could ever accomplish in years of labor. Waiting on God is always worth the wait. Wow. I guess that's the word for us, waiting on God. And I'm sure that doesn't mean just sit here doing nothing. But uh, it tells us to be patient and... Uh, 
keep moving forward. We, you know, God, we see that things are turning around. This is no longer a program about targeted individuals only. Uh, this is now going across the earth, this eugenics program. They're cl killing people all over. So we know God says, the word says, be patient, keep praying, keep praying, be patient. I'm going to stand on God's word. The word says he will do more through us in days and weeks than we could ever accomplish in years of labor. So waiting on God is always worth the wait. We must believe that what he has led us to pray, he himself will bring to pass. We must believe that God has led us to continually pray to break this eugenics program, to destroy this eugenics program, to de demise the killing of innocent people through science in hospitals, labeling live people dead, torturing people, electronic torture, directed energy weapon. We must believe that in God's time, and God will tell each one of us what we need to do. We must believe that what he has led us to pray God himself will bring to pass. We need to know that we are part of a praying church, a praying group. That's why I can't, you know, TIs that just want to complain, I can't do that. I, I, I'd rather spend my time praying. We have to stand on um, our scriptures here. So let's see what we have. One of the most meaningful statements or scriptures from this lesson and our prayer response to God. Uh, I got to go back. Uh, uh, basically, go, we talked about adjustments we have made. Adjustments must be made in our thinking and in our prayer and our prayer. Okay. Um, what else do we look at? We looked at obedience, following uh, God's will. Miriam? Yes? Can you read something about Good Friday or Jesus raising again? You know, you're welcome to read something about it, honey. I don't have anything prepared. Oh, I don't have nothing prepared, too, and I keep my phone no work with. All right, hold on. A, a friend of mine did give me a book. Let me see. I did see something. And I meant to. I was going. I guess. Yeah, I was going to read it Sunday. And I don't know if it's. Uh, well, hold on. Let me get it. Hold on.
It's one o'clock. That's one o'clock. I took a book out. Um, actually, it was the origin of pagan, which I wanted to read pagan holidays. And, um, you know, I wanted to find out where Easter came from. And I have the book here, but I, I don't know. I took it out, and I can't find it now. But, um, you know, Jesus risen on, on Good Friday. He risen from the grave. Right. All right, I'm going to look for something on the internet, Ari. Uh, but I, I took the book out. I can't believe I, I took the book out and I don't have it. All right, let's take a look. All right. What is the meaning of Good Friday? Let me look that up. Give me a second. What is the biblical meaning of Good Friday? All right. But, you know, I mean, I didn't do Good Friday, but this is, uh, you know, what I'm reading here is a top-of-the-line uh, uh, theology book, Total Dependence on God. Uh, Wahida, what did you get out of that? Were you just read? Yeah, Total Dependence on God to Get Things Changed. And, and and patience and and waiting on the Holy Spirit and 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 listening, seeking out relationship with God. Yeah, but um, sometimes I believe he, you know, he shows he showed up, he shows us things and lead us like you know into things because he wants us to speak out, you know. Right, he don't want us to just sit there because the words say faith without works is dead. But I think what 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 I know what that when I what I read tonight the focus was on be dependent no matter what you're doing. He wants you to speak out. He wants you to write letters. But the number one thing is to be communicating with God so that He can direct your path. It said that you can do more with God by him giving a win that you put three years working to do. What does that mean? I know. Yeah. What does that mean? I mean, God can give us the answer to one of our to a problem that we 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 sat up and and, and took four or five trying to figure out but listen to this sometimes he gives us the answer but the, the devil is messing with our minds and and um controlling us and like um, um confuse us not to you know to 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 get the the vision, you know? Yeah. 
All right, it says Good Friday is a Christian holiday commemorating the crucifixion of Jesus and his death at Calvary. It is observed during Holy Week as part of the Paschal Tridium on the Friday preceding Easter Sunday. And it may co coincide with the Jewish observation of Passover. What does Good Friday mean in the Bible? Many Christians around the world observe Good Friday on the Friday before Easter Sunday. It commemorates Jesus Christ passion, his crucifixion, and his death, which is told in the Christian Bible. It is the day after Mondri, Thursday, Good Friday, commemorates Jesus' death on the cross. So that's the day he died on the cross? Correct. It celebrates, it commemorates his But then three days after, he, he, um, he was raised he wasn't, they, they didn't find him, you know, Right. Why is Good Friday called Good Friday? Because good used to mean holy. That terrible Friday has been called Good Friday because it led to the resurrection and his victory over death and the celebration of Easter, the very pinnacle of Christian celebrations. What is the message of Good Friday? The Easter Good Friday messages include the auspicious day of Good Friday is to approach soon and like everyone, you must have also started with the preparations of the festival. Good Friday is remembered as the day of Jesus Christ's holy abode to heaven. So it's time again for all to greet everyone with Good Friday wishes. So Good Friday is remembered as the day of Jesus Christ's holy abode to heaven when, when he went to heaven. This is from the um, internet. I'm going to look for my other book. My other book is not as traditional. My other book uh, is going to go into how... Taking your book out, I'm telling you, that book is nowhere in sight. I can't believe it. Okay. Let's see. What does the Bible say to eat on Good Friday? I think you have to eat fish. The one who eats everything must not treat with contempt, the one who does not, and the one who does not eat everything must not judge the one who does, for God has accepted them. So it's okay if you want to fast from meat on Fridays. All right, it says you shouldn't eat the meat on Friday. On Good Friday, for Catholics, the answer, Good Friday, the Friday before Easter, Oh, okay. I can't eat. I should eat fish. What do Christians do on Good Friday? It's a day for somber re reflection. Friday before Easter, Christ uh, Easter, 
Christians honor the way Jesus suffered and died for their sins. They might attend a service that recounts Jesus's painful crucifixion and some even refrain. Oh, you got cut? Okay. Some even refrain from eating to show the sorrow. He was on. You there? Hold on. There it goes. I'm going to do it through uh, Messenger. God, we just thank you. We praise you, Lord. We magnify your name. God, we just thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. How do I turn this off? Oh, boy. Oh, there she goes. Oh, okay. my dear. Hey, my dear. Yeah, I guess caught up. It didn't go through. Yeah, it, it, I called you then on Facebook. I guess I it didn't. didn't. No wow. Wow. Okay, do you, what age did Jesus die? Do you know what age did Jesus die? Um, yeah. 20 something? I think it was, no, I thought it was 30, what, what, what age? I thought it was 33. Yeah, 33. No, I don't, I know he died young. I don't remember. I know, you know, young, 20, 30, I think. And it's our days or so, yeah. I was listening to the radio station, you know, and, you know, there I hear a lot of stuff. Today, I sent the AM, all the Christian radio stations. What, um, you're breaking up. Say it again. By 70 AM. It's all the Christian radio, you and know, what radio. Would, oh, what were they saying? By 70 a.m. Huh? What were they saying? The phone, phone breaking up, too. I know. I said, what were they saying? You said you was listening to it, right? What were they saying? Different about you know uh, different things. I I heard 
you know, not now, but I heard Jesus die young on that registration. I don't remember. Yeah, um, 33. Okay, yeah, that's young. He was, you know, trying to, um, everything he was doing, but the Jews they didn't believe him, you know, the power that he had and stuff. And they were mocking him, and God was, um, when he was being crucified on the cross, they said, he's, he's saying that, um, talking about God, and God can't even save him. You know? The story I got a, story of Easter. I got a story of Easter. Let's see what they say. This is five minutes. Jesus' is sacrifice. This is Jesus, Hey-o. who is the oh. Son of God and the Savior of the world. While Jesus was on earth, he taught everyone about God's love and healed people from their sickness. He did many miracles, like calming storms, and raised people His from the What you it's too much noise? Oh, naked preacher noise, yeah. I think so. I think you're better on Facebook. Let me call you on Facebook. You could, you didn't, when I call you on Facebook, you didn't hear it? I'm going to cut off. I was calling you too, so maybe that's why. Let me cut off. Okay, bye. What are you going to do? I'm sorry. Wahida. She can't get through this. This is what they do. All right. What is she saying? Are you there? All right. All right, we're going to cloud then. Um, Sunday, we'll do an Easter, uh, a little more on the Easter holiday. Um, for now, we'll close out and uh, we'll finish up with God. Is a, um, he's a way maker, miracle worker. Here we go.
What happened? I said it phone making a lot of noise. I couldn't hear. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what happened to you. I guess your Facebook, they're not letting you come on on Facebook, but I'm not, I'm not. No, I answered the first time and then it didn't cut off and then you call back and it, I, I don't hear it. You know, I don't see it showing up. So they keep cutting off my messenger, <laughs> you know, so I, Hello? Yeah. 
Well, it's, it's okay. Yeah, no, it's okay because um, I'm going to close out. I was just finishing up with this record. And then Sunday, I'm going to do a thing, a special thing on Easter. Okay, yes. I just called back to say bye because, you know, I'm, I, the call is not coming through. So, right. And, you know. yeah, I was wondering what happened. Okay, darling. So we'll talk. I'll probably talk All to you right. tomorrow. I'll give All you a right, bye tomorrow. Care. Okay. Good All night, right. my God. Have girl. a Never stop, never stops working. Even when I don't see that he's working, he never stops, never stops working. Never stops working. Never stops working. 
He's a way maker, no good. Yeah, 
We don't think things over and over. What is the best kept secret? Though sometimes we do. We sing this over and over because you and I, we, we were meant for eternity. And for all of time, the angels and the elders have been singing holy and holy. And they, Jesus never gets tired of the same song. We're the ones who get tired. We're the ones who move on more quickly than he's ready to. And in these moments, sometimes we, we have to press past the temporary to press into the eternal mindset we were born for. And so we sing it again and again to remind ourselves of the nature of Jesus. This is our God. The one who makes streams flow in the desert. The one who brings you shade in the sun. The one who covers you with his wings and lets you hide in his shadow. Who lets you rest while he wars for you. This is who he is. Sometimes we sing it because we're sure, and sometimes we sing it until we know. But nonetheless, we sing it anyways. We sing of the nature of our God. It doesn't get old. That is who you are. 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 One more time. That is who you are. So you've always been. So we will always be. We make one more time. We make a miracle welcome. Becoming a great singer. I'm going to answer that question in 30 seconds. Let's start. This would be it. Lift our voices and our hearts. To give you honor. And to give you honor. To give you praise. Because you alone are worthy. Up and off. There's none else holy, none else righteous, none else worthy, but you, you deserve it. So we come today and give you what you deserve. We present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you. Released, it's the baseline.
So we present ourselves to you. And we pray that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts will be acceptable in your sight. That there will be a sweet smelling scent. And as our collective worship rises to you, as we collectively draw nigh unto you, that you will come nigh unto us. You deserve, you deserve all the glory. You deserve all the praise. You deserve all the honor. You deserve all the praise. You deserve all of our strength. You deserve to be loved with all of our mind, with all of our heart. You deserve it. Does anybody else agree that God deserves all of our worship, all of our affection? All of our love, all of our attention. He deserves it. He deserves He deserves So before we sing this song, give him what's due him. Come on. All over the building. Hallelujah. Now come on and put praise where praise was intended to be out of your mouth. I hear you clapping your hands and that's good.
belongs to you. He deserves it. To him we ascribe glory and honor. It belongs to you. Say it one more time. All of the glory belongs to you. All of the glory belongs to you. Be 
doesn't matter if we feel like it or not. He deserves it. So we repent in Jesus' name. And we thank you for your precious Holy Spirit. Take not your Holy Spirit away from us. Cast us not away from your presence. But create within us clean hearts. And renew right spirits within us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Before you take your seats, put your hands together and give the Lord a praise for what's happening in this world. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord.
Wherever you are, if you would just begin to lift up your hands, that's a sign of surrender. Wherever you are, I don't care what you brought in here, give it to the Lord right now. Let's change this atmosphere. Let's really give it to God right now. I don't care what it is, but we're going to release it to the Lord right now. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus, 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 we know where the power is. 
We come 
the word of God and God has raised up a chain breaker in this house and I don't know about you but I had some chains wrapped up in my life and this mighty chain breaker has broke some chains in my life receive now the chain breaker of this house Pastor John KJ can sing This is a great spot to worship the Lord, right here. Great place, a great moment, right here, to give him praise and to give him glory. Yeah. Hey. 
presence of the Lord is here right now 
that that name, matter of fact, there's no other name given among men whereby we must be saved other than the name of Jesus. Somebody today, it is not an accident that you're here. God brought you here today because this is your day for the chains to come off. And they can come off right now. Right this instant. You don't have to walk out of this building the same way you came in. The power of God is available. That's an anointed song right there. That's 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 anointed. If you're not right with God, come right now. Just come on. Just make your way out. Get on out. Come on. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.